Welcome to the Solid Verbal. The Solid Verbal. Come after me! I'm a man! I'm 40! I've heard so many players say, well, I want to be happy. You want to be happy for a day? Eat a steak. It's that woo-woo! And now, Dan and Ty. Welcome back to the Solid Verbal, boys and girls. Ty Hillebrand here. Dan Rubenstein on the far side of the room. You're yeah. in a corner now. Baby's yeah. in the corner. How are you? I'm pretty good. I am. Uh, I just took a hit off of my inhaler. Okay. So I feel I'm feeling adequately ready to discuss. <laughs> it's it's. I'm getting a motion from one of our guests. Um, it is not that kind of inhaler. Um, but you know, whatever. We'll see how the night goes. Well, you've heard um, my voice. I may need to hit off that same inhaler. This is true. Be very okay. honest with you. Set the stage, Ty. Sort of a frat house here. Yep. To be We're perfectly East blunt, East Dallas. Yep. Um, it's a. It sort of looks like a frat house. We deliberated before why this house is here or how it got here. Right. My theory is that it's like a 19-year-old who had too much money from selling drugs or right. some sort of contraband. Which I'm fine with. And decided to buy a four-bedroom house. Um, our first guest of honor this evening, Mr. Ryan Nanny. Hello, sir. Hello. What, what, was, like, what was your theory on this? Well, what I like about this house is over to our left is a DVD collection. And what this oh, DVD collection incredible. is, if you bought old school on Amazon and then you <laughs> bought everything that Amazon suggested In you would buy as a result and you just kept following that web. Right. And you were like, oh, man. They're saving Silverman. Mm-hmm. I see Valentine's Day, Juno. Ocean's uh, Eleven. Bad Boys 2? Most yeah. of these movies... Who owns Bad Boys 2 on DVD? <laughs> most of these movies either star Luke Wilson or one of his friends. This is the most DVDs I've seen in one place that wasn't, like, a dad's house. Sure. And I should say, Ryan Nanny of SB Nation and Celebrity Hot Tub on Twitter. Our second guest of honor this evening, he's donning, I will say very proudly... God, he's so Atlanta. ...an Atlanta Falcons hat. Pleased to welcome to the Solid Verbal, Mr. Jason Kirk, also of SB Nation. Sir, how are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. I'm not going to say anything bad about this house, because if it were not here, we would be outside, Yep. Uh, where it's quite frankly cold. It's real cold in the It's day. very cold down here. Yeah. So hopefully people didn't come from, like, Oregon expecting a tropical environment, because right. they're going to get no such thing. How are you, Ty? You're sitting, so we're all sitting on an L-shaped couch. It's yeah. very comfortable. It's Ty sectional. is not. It's called a sectional. A sectional. A sectional. L-shaped, whatever. These things have names. So fancy. Uh, Ty is on a stool sort of lording over that's right. the rest of us. That's right. He's the podfather. He is the podfather, and that's how he sits. So it's been a long day. The yeah. flight was delayed three hours. I finally got to the current establishment at uh -huh. about 8.30-ish or so. Right. So my thought for our first show, being down here in Dallas... I'm just going to kick it to you guys. I'm going to wow. let you do the work. I want to wow. play quarterback. I'm going to divvy it out. What's gonna, we're going to so set the stage. You're the singer who likes to introduce the band members. to like, on the keys is my man, Skeeter Jones. And I, then he plays a little bit. And then, like, on the skins. I was thinking more which like. Which is my dream to do, by the way. He's a game manager is right. what he's being. I was thinking more Pitbull at the AMAs. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> you, 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 you have that vibe. You yes. know, you totally have that. As soon as you walked in, that was the first thing I thought. You yeah, Tybal. Do, you know, do you know moms love Pitbull? Is that true? Like, Actually, I have, you know I have what? several I friends whose moms are like, I love Pitbull. My cousin's wife, I don't know if I'm related to her. First cousin's wife, is that a relative? Yeah, like, sure. Is the, is, should she have a title? It's through through marriage, but. That's a cousin, right? It's a, oh, okay. it's a cousin in law. No, she's, she's very Some nice. Some kind of cousin. She's a, she's a sweet person. She posts all the time on Facebook about how yeah. much she loves Pitbull. Yeah. Like, you know, suburban mom party. in her 40s. 
all about the bull. But you're going to Mike Lennon this episode. That's you're right. You're going to move okay. the ball around, not make any mistakes, possibly take too many sacks. Possibly take too many right. sacks. Right. I probably will. So, all right. Here's the plan, folks. If yeah. you're listening at home, chances are you're listening early on Friday morning. Yeah, it's Thursday our, night. Our plan is going to be to do about a half hour a day. Last year, we did about 180 minutes a day. Mm-hmm. We divvied it out into about three to four shows. People said that was a little too much to digest. Totally get their drift. We're going to try and cut it down a little bit this year, make it a little bit more manageable. So this is the first of our daily installments. You can find our banner on iTunes all over the place. We'll also get to our sponsor here in just a little bit. Yes, someone's actually sponsoring this foray that we're having down here in Dallas. If you want to get in touch, it's at SolidVerbal on Twitter. Find us on Facebook, on FanCred. And, of course, send us an email at SolidVerbal at gmail.com. Dan Rubenstein, my trusted co-host. Yeah. Also, the only Oregon alum present at this um, SB Nation blank frat house, whatever we want to call sure. it. Um, how you feeling about this game? I feel pretty good. Yeah? First of all, I'm excited for it. I think just aside from my rooting interest in the game, I think we got two fun teams running what appears to be fun systems. They're, they seem complete. They beat teams that I don't think a lot of people, no matter what the spread indicated, were expecting them to beat. Teams that were both going to be in a traditional BCS national championship had we had that. So from a pure entertainment, football, intrigue standpoint, very excited for the storylines involved. And then as an Oregon fan, confident but focused and a little and a lot wary of what ohio state can do well all right so back up yeah how does your mindset as an oregon fan differ now than a couple years ago when oregon played auburn because i was with you at that national championship too and i can already kind of see the twinkle in your eyes like you think they can win this one back then i think you thought they could as well but you weren't as sure of it so here here was the big difference in that game there was one huge major heisman winning quarterback and oregon didn't have him this year they do and when you have that type of chip when you have that type of advantage no pun intended with the chip thing when you have that it automatically has you feeling confident in a way and a lot of College football fans, we saw that this this season, we're not all that confident in their quarterback. We see that every year. When you're confident in your quarterback, you are in a good mental space. And as Ryan Nanny, Florida Gator fan and alumnus, is sitting there shaking what, what, his head. What position now? What is, that, is that some sort of running back? <laughs> quarterback? Yeah. It's, yeah, in a way. Okay. Sure. So, um, yeah, he, it's, it's, it's having... A Heisman winning quarterback. Oh, you mean the, you mean the player who transfers it's, to an it's, ACC? It's school. the temporary yeah. punter, right? Okay. <laughs> the temporary yeah, yeah, yeah. Punter. yeah. The, the, pr- the punter pro tem. Yes, is, and the, it's, is the parliamentary. It's term. also a matter of Oregon has had severe injury issues all season long, right. and aside from a single down game against a good team, has beaten everybody by 27, which is kind of crazy. So I, I, there's confidence in their ability to Take adjust. Take that, UCLA. Yeah, suckers. And I, and I saw Chris Fowler tweeted out an incredible stat yeah. earlier today that in 10 games this year, Oregon scored 20 straight points, mm-hmm. which is... That's not bad. No, it's not bad at all. It's what we saw in the semifinal, in the semifinal game Excuse yeah. me, against Florida State. Once things got rolling, they kept rolling. So, all right, Ryan Nanny, Florida alum. Yeah. <laughs> your former coach, <laughs> Urban Meyer. He hates being introduced ha. like that. Your former coach, a coach who won a national championship at Florida, now he's up at Ohio State. Put yourself in the unholy shoes of an Ohio State I can fan. I that, sure. Right now, okay? Dan feels confident because of his quarterback. 
you're an Ohio State fan. You've got Cardale Jones. He's 2-0. Yep. He's got a rocket for an arm. Yep. As Dan said on Twitter, he's undefeated in Red Rover. There's no doubt about <laughs> yes. it. Yes. The guy's a bull. He's tough to bring down. But still, you're talking about a guy. First start, conference championship game. Second start, national semifinal. Now, third start, national championship. Not only is that a lot of pressure— uh, we don't know a whole lot about this guy. Why should we feel confident that he can get the job done? Because the surrounding cast around him has stepped up to the challenge. I mean, in their last two games, Ohio State has done things that not only they weren't supposed to do, but that nobody else really could. Against Wisconsin, they stopped Wisconsin's rushing attack, and nobody had really done that. Against Alabama, they ran the ball very effectively, especially Ezekiel Elliott. Nobody had really run the ball all that well on Alabama this year. So you look at sort of Urban Meyer's track record back at Florida, at Ohio State, that team does things they're not supposed to do. You're not supposed to go undefeated in a major conference in regular season play three years in a row. You're just not right. supposed to do that. And Correct. it kind of goes unnoticed because, you know, they lose so badly to Clemson last year. Right. They lose the Big Ten championship last year. But, I mean, you say what you will about Cardale Jones and his weaknesses and strengths. There's, you know, there's a bunch of other players on the field who change the game for them and make it so it doesn't have to be all on his shoulders. All right, so this we've got true. Oregon, we've got uh, de facto, <laughs> we've got yeah. lonesome, lonesome wanderer, uh, Ohio State. I'm Notre Dame, so I don't count. That's <laughs> okay. why I'm. That's why I'm tired. That's why my voice is shot. But we've also got Jason Kirk here. Go Owls. Who at, at Go Owls? As I understand it, your role at SB Nation, you sort of help oversee all of the college football coverage. Yeah. As it were on the website. So if you look at the Oregon side, if you look at the Ohio State side, what is it that people are saying? What kind of coverage is it right now that people are craving, given the storylines we're seeing now that, uh, you know, as they develop moving Knowles. forward into Monday? Talk about them Knowles. Basically, Florida State stuff. Uh, <laughs> just the fact that Florida State... Uh, Got the heck beat out of them. That's probably the thing most people are most interested in. Uh, as far as, you know, this game, um, you know, Ohio State fans want to be told they're probably going to win. Oregon fans, they also want to be told they're probably going to win. And uh, I think most neutral fans want to be told this will be a fun game. Mm -hmm. uh, but we're so sorry that Alabama's not in it. Uh, that's It seems to be, you know, people are uh, people around the country seem to be sort of let down that uh, it's it's not an SEC team in it. Um, you know, we're seeing a lot of, you know, the TV ratings are going to be down, the ticket prices are down, all that kind of stuff, which is right. strange and curious, and I don't know why anyone would care if you don't have a financial stake in it. Right. It's going to be an awesome game. Well, and and you're, in the, game. you're in the South. You live in the South. Yeah. Did you find that people in the wake of Alabama's loss, did you find that they were reverting back to, oh, well, you know, it's just football. It's not that important. In the state of Alabama, they weren't. <laughs> I mean, what else how, is there? How are people, how are people rationalizing that's that? That's like the rest of us saying it's just oxygen. <laughs> uh, you know, it's kind of funny. I think things sort of flip to, hey, signing day's almost here. Yeah. And yep. uh, we all have really good classes. And, you know, we just hired a new defensive coordinator. I think half the SEC hired a new defensive coordinator who's going to be the guy. To start attacking the new reign. style, attacking Jason. style, yeah. aggressive attacking style, multiple formations mm -hmm. and bases. Yeah, I think around the south, the thing is sort of, oh well, the playoff was a big flop, didn't work. Nobody's gonna watch this <laughs> thing. As you as you can see, they got two teams nobody's ever heard of as in there. You can see, yeah, they, they got they got a, a gimmick team, and Ohio State's not real. 
so nobody's gonna watch this. Yeah, I was gonna say who is who is the SEC fan, the the generic SEC fan rooting for? I would say that perhaps Notre Dame excluded. These are the two most hated teams by SEC really? fans. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, maybe Florida State could be in the discussion. I would as say well, USC's there around there as well. Uh, I think a lot I would of them. It, it, it doesn't overlap is the problem. I would like say, USC yeah. fell off and the SEC it's, picked it's it up. Notre Dame, right. Ohio State, Oregon in some order would be the three most hated non-SEC teams by SEC fans. Mostly Ohio for State. being good outside of the Ohio SEC. Ohio State, because they're kind of General Sherman. You know, sure. Right. <laughs> they sort of represent And they just, embrace that. They're the yeah. actual good team in Yankeedom. Right. You know, and then Oregon, because they're the new wave of football, and we don't really like that. Right. You know, they represent the total, you know, a total departure from the way Bear Bryant did things in right. every way, top to bottom. Uh, Bear Bryant, a Reebok man, as we all know. <laughs> Bear Bryant favored Russell Athletic. Swiss. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I, and you, Notre Dame, SEC of course. people are just sort of going to... Everyone hates Notre Dame. Yeah. For just having Notre Dame. For Notre Dame. Because Notre Dame. Right. For having the By the way, way, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, Ty, Ty <laughs> is wearing his 2013 uh, Notre Dame pinstripe bowl that, champions And my hat. Syracuse shirt. So yeah. you're not Syracuse wearing a Music shirt. City hat. I'm not wearing... I, it hasn't arrived yet. We're going to okay. get him a Music City cummerbund <laughs> so uh, he can wear it in his wedding. <laughs> that's a beautiful thing. So, all right. Yeah. The, the main... I guess expectation for this game. Yeah. At least if you take like someone like Andy Staples at his word, uh-huh. he predicts 45, 41 Oregon. Yeah. Most people expect a lot of points in this game. That's fair. Right? Most people expect a lot of points. Um, what is the one thing you could see happening that perhaps no one's talking about right now? What would happen that would surprise you in this game more than anything? Uh, Ohio State blowing out Oregon. And I think Ohio State has the the talent and ability and coaches and obviously like other teams are hiring their coordinators. Um, But for Ohio State with uh, Cardell Jones to go against a very experienced Oregon team and coaching staff who obviously we saw their game plan against Florida State defensively was fine. They they did use turnovers to to flip the tables, but they're able to take advantage. But for Ohio State to go I mean, I was going to say to Oregon, but for them to uh, to have the, you know, a very short amount of time, all things considered shorter than national championship teams have had in the past to prepare for a team and to just completely figure out Oregon running a very similar style and run that up. I think that would be the big shock. Yeah, I think they're, they're definitely good enough to win. Yeah, but, well, Bill Connolly from uh, yeah, the, efficient, the efficiency metrics really do like Ohio he, State slightly. He, he seems to present a very strong case, statistically speaking, right. as to why Ohio State might have a show. What's the funniest thing that could happen, Ryan Annie? Oh, my gosh. Oh, by the way, fun fact about Bill. He's illiterate. I don't know if you guys knew <laughs> that. It's amazing. And he it's, doesn't know it's how to, incredible. He doesn't know how to count either. No. All the numbers are made up. That's the thing. Uh, the funniest thing that could happen might be Cardale Jones completely melts down. Throws like <laughs> Which seems, oh. it seems like it three could happen, first right? half picks. Just and I'll say, and I'm not wishing for this to happen, but no. I'm just saying, Ohio State fans right now are riding this cloud of King Braxton Miller, <laughs> JT Barrett, Cardell. Like they think they have got the quarterback magic figured out, and if they if he turned in a a truly cromulent performance and, and just threw Ohio State out of the game. Right. That might be the funniest thing because I don't, I mean, there's, 
the funniest the thing only, already happened. Pro- Florida State got blown out. That's true. Yeah, we, we've the comedy has peaked already. The comedy, well, you yeah. know, you know, yeah. if Ohio State gets blown out, it'll just be like, well, yeah, he's our third string. Yeah, like, yeah. So now, yeah. now what we fall back on is Ohio State fans being taken back down a peg. Right. All right. Let me let me amend my answer. The funniest thing that can happen is this at this game is Braxton Miller shows up to the game in an Oregon hoodie, <laughs> <laughs> holding transfer papers with hats. He comes with hats. <laughs> oh, that would be good. We were saying um, we were at Jerry World earlier and noticed that the parking lots are filled with North Dakota State fans because the FCS title game is on Saturday. So we were imagining what happens if, you know, North Dakota State rushes the field Cashes in the briefcase, demands a championship right now. <laughs> you know, maybe it's yeah. right at the end after Ohio State or Oregon is beaten up and bang, just like that. North Dakota State. Rested North Dakota Playoff State. national yeah. champion. Well, you mentioned Cardale Jones, and uh, when I was parking my car at uh, at a lovely side lot up at Newark Airport today. <laughs> what um, a glamorous life you lead. You know, I mean, how does the other Humble half brag. Humble brag. You have I a was, car? <laughs> I was watching the uh, the TV as I shielded myself from the frigid temperatures. Uh, a TV somehow hooked up inside of basically a trailer. Right. And uh, ESPN's first take was on, always illuminating programming. Mm-hmm. But they were talking about uh, Skip Bayless was, I believe. Who? Um, where does Cardale, he was asking Todd McShay, where would you put Cardale Jones on uh, on your draft board? On your draft board? This This year? He's eligible. Why you you can't? Was, you, I, I kid you not. This was a real question. Come on. And it was at that point that I thought to myself, Ty, where would you put a super smart orca on your draft board? Well, right. I, don't, I, I mean, mean it's, it's, it's like not even a real question. Um, That's right. kind of how I describe. I put, a, I put yeah. an orca <laughs> at right tackle. I don't think he's ready to play left I tackle. I would say a super smart orca who can throw a ball extremely far. That's probably my scouting report on Cardell, <laughs> and I think that's a first. That's, round a, super, that's yeah. a compliment. But the point is, right? You're right. Okay, what if he so, melts down? What if all of a sudden yeah, it's like, you know, the, the, sub, the, the sample size is small enough yeah. that it is a reasonable possibility that things go downhill. He decides, well, I've got to keep us in the game. Oregon's scoring on these, you know, minute 40 second drives right. and it just goes south real bad, real fast. How much are the tables on you, Ty? Yeah. Do you think Cardell Jones is a good quarterback? So far. Do you? So far, he's been good. I'm going to go with one of my my steadfast, like, count-onable jokes. Yeah. What was your favorite Cardell Jones completion in the fourth quarter against Alabama? <sighs> so Which one to was pick it? From. Right. Yeah. Or how and, about the first quarter? Right. He exactly. looked awful in the first quarter of that and game. It's... It's obviously it's somewhat of a a dig against him and his ability in certain points. But look, he he helmed a team that beat Alabama. He did make big throws at times on third and 11s and stuff. But they didn't beat Alabama with Cardell Jones. They they beat it with Cardell Jones's legs and they beat it with Ezekiel Elliott's legs and torso and arms and an outstanding performance from both the offensive and defensive lines. I worry about Cardell Jones in this game. Seriously, I, I worry about him, too. Yeah, because. Oregon is very good defensively at preventing big plays. Yeah. And that's how Ohio State beat Alabama. Mm-hmm. They had a ton of big plays in that game. Yep. If Oregon can limit those big plays, I think you essentially cut Cardale Jones off. Yeah. He's going to try and throw that deep ball to Devin Smith. Mm-hmm. He may or may not get it. He got a lot of them. Sure. In some capacity against Alabama. Can he do that against Oregon? I don't yeah. know. That remains to be seen. But Oregon's been pretty good at defending that so far this season. Remember when we had, and you do remember, even though you were asleep for part of it, the Alabama-Notre Dame game where everybody, Why are you doing this? a lot of people went into that game 
myself included, I'm, I'm not above what I'm about to say, where they were like, well, Notre Dame's got a good defense. Alabama's got a good offense. You could see it being sort of a push-pull. Right, and but then we Notre Dame hadn't beaten anybody. Right, well, so that was the thing, though. Ohio State just beat Alabama. No, my point is more, we watched that game, and you're like, oh, yeah, Notre Dame barely beat Pitt, who right. lost to Youngstown State that season. We were like, oh, yeah, why weren't we like taking a step back? And then this almost feels like a kind of game where like, oh, yeah, Cardell Jones is a third string quarterback who didn't complete a pass in the semifinal in the first what, however many minutes and the final however many right. minutes. And the irony with that statement. Yeah. Oregon's defense is here. Not all that unlike Notre Dame's defense in 2012. Very much yeah. a bend but don't break mentality. That's true. They did get better over the course of the season. But yeah, it's it's not uh, it's not untrue. All right. We're going to take a brief pause because we've what? got a sponsor. Nice. Can you believe that someone sponsored this malarkey? Absolutely. I do. This is a professional show. Very pleased to welcome nature box back into the fold. As you gentlemen know, say? life is hectic. Sometimes it's hard to make the best snacking choices, especially when you're hungry and looking for a quick pick me up. I do do that. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> do what I do. <laughs> Get delicious and healthy do, snack options at naturebox.com. They've got over 100 nutritionist-approved snacks. Naturebox has something for you, Ryan Nanny, for you. I'm Dan. Dan Rubenstein. Yeah, that's Jason. For you, Jason Kirk. I forgot everyone's name. It's yeah, been a long day. It happens. All with zero artificial flavors, colors, or sweeteners, zero grams of trans fat, and no high fructose corn syrup. Boo. You'll even find snacks with bold flavors you crave without any artificial nonsense in them. So, maybe tomorrow, I don't know, whenever you're in your afternoon slump, when you're hungry and irritable, grab some sriracha roasted cashews, Dan. Cashews. Sriracha. That's how it's pronounced. <laughs> yes, the other half, once again. How about some pistachio power clusters? Love it. I've had those. Those are great. Big Island Pineapple. You've had that, I've too. Oh, that's really good. The that's dried quite pineapple good. Yeah. is quite good. The rings. There's a lot of good stuff out Here's there. Here's the thing about Nature Box. Nature Box is the Oregon offense of snacks. Because a wow. lot of older, boring folks will tell you it's too fancy. <laughs> it's too flashy. Too creative. But you know what? It's coming for you. It's and true. it's going to whip you. Now, what's the Ohio State of snacks? Is it Steak and Shake? Cheez-Its. <laughs> Cheez-Its, okay. <laughs> just a box good. of Cheez-Its. It's, it's just a box of Cheez-Its that you just eat just with your hands. Mm. You don't pour it into a bowl or anything. Like, nothing. I don't think you even use your hands. <laughs> you, just, you just strap it to your face like a horse. <laughs> a Cheez-It trough. <laughs> yeah, that's the sound. Yeah, that's the sound you make while eating Ohio State's official snack. Not that snack. that's not good, too. No, it's also fantastic. We all have had a Cheez-It trough I, moment. I, I but like, you've had Cheez-Its before. You want to try right. the cashews. You go yeah. Right? You want to try the pineapple. You want to try game. the best that Nature Box has to offer. Right now, you got the chance to try it for free. You yep. get a trial box featuring five of Nature Box's most popular snacks. Free snacks. For all y'all, that's right. Y'all. That's right. Yes. Be the Dennis Dixon of snacks. Start your free trial right now. Go to naturebox.com slash verbal. That is naturebox.com slash verbal. If you're going to snack, be smart about it. Go to naturebox, naturebox.com slash verbal one more time. Get your free box of snacks. Can I ask Jason a question? What are you most excited about in this game? Like from a football matchup? person grouping of players like to you like what are you the most unsure about that on that's going to transpire on monday night first of all i just want to say cheese it's 0 and 2 and bcs championships against, 
SEC teams. Uh, I, I think what Bill Connolly said that it's sort of a shootout game that is not a shootout game with bad defense. Right. It's a game where both offenses are going to score, but both te- defenses are going to have successes. Yes. Uh, that's super fun to me because, you know, if you have a game where there are 80 points and nobody knows how to tackle, that's not really that fun. No. That's, that's a pretty match much game. Half a game. 12, right? Yeah. It's half a game. Yeah. To me, this, this shapes up more like that Georgia-Alabama SEC title game where it's mm. just these teams are just awesome on both sides of the ball. Uh, there's going to be a lot of points. You're just going to have to deal with that. Yeah, but they um, adjust. They'll get they're, stops. They're going to be quality points that are earned. Right. Uh, you know, I, I think Cardell Jones really is the most entertaining point of, point of the game. Just mm-hmm. watching him is a blast. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, whether he's running, you know, just trucking into people like a, well, like a truck, yes. Dan, or throwing <laughs> it like 60 yards or being unsackable. There were twice Alabama had him for what should have been a safety and couldn't bring him down. It's unbelievable. Which is, it's, we're talking about Alabama It's like trying here. to tackle a silo. It is. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't. Where do I start? <laughs> I mean, if you put in enough time, you, you might be able to, to bring help it down. me. I can't do this right. by myself. You're gonna need. You're gonna need. You need the entire Amish village to bring down <laughs> Cardell Jones. <laughs> well, yeah. it, it's funny too because again, third string quarterback. Yeah. Not in a million years could you have predicted this. Who's the this. most successful third string quarterback ever? I know Oregon has not produced a good third string quarterback. I mean, I guess we throw Andrew Hendricks out, but um, that doesn't count. This is a dark yes, question. Yes, we do. This is, this is a, this well, is a dark seen, question. We have seen backups win huge. I'm trying to think of in terms of college football on this kind of stage. Like, my mind goes to Jeff Hostetler yeah. won a Super mm-hmm. Bowl as a backup quarterback. But nothing in, in the sort of modern era, like, I, I really can't think of somebody that really stands out that without a ton of experience won. Well, on this level, he's going to get a shot. So, all right, here's another question. I was thinking yeah. about this one on the plane. There's, at least in my mind, there is a coaching gap between Urban Meyer and Mark Helfrich. Now, we don't, know, we don't know a whole lot about Mark Helfrich yet. I mean, it remains to be seen how his career is going to project 10 years in the future. Right. Certainly, he bought himself some credibility getting to the national championship game. Mm-hmm. But still, you're not going to find many people who say, oh, yeah, Mark Helfrich, X's and O's. He's mm-hmm. totally got Urban Meyer. How big is that gap? How big of a gap do you expect to see come Monday night? Um, there are certainly the, the experience of preparing a team for the attention and you know the details that need to be taken care of in preparing for a, a spot like this. Urban Meyer has that, but you know Urban Meyer had that over Mark D'Antonio last year in the Big Ten championship game, right? And that didn't go so well. Um, we've seen coaches come in with a carryover coaching staff like Oregon mostly has from the Chip Kelly time, Frank Solich at Miami. Sure. Won a national championship. It's not a completely unforeseen thing that Mark Helfridge could come in and out-coach Ohio State with players that are more experienced in his system than players that are more ex- that, are, that are experienced in Ohio State's. Both these teams are very young, too. There's a lot of youth yeah, on these teams. a lot of youth all over the field. I don't think... The youth favors any one team. I don't think it favors anyone, but if you look over the depth chart, it is quite striking how yeah. how young these two teams are. Yeah. You know, and to have them at this level already, for Ohio State to knock off Alabama with the amount of youth they have, especially along the offensive line, the line's gotten better. Yeah, but, you oh, know, much better. They, I, I mean, thought they were fantastic against Alabama. For them to be as successful as they were against a really solid Alabama defensive line, mm-hmm. that to me was impressive. So Ohio State's sort of, come into its own ever since that Virginia Tech loss. Yeah. It seems as if everything's been a slow build forward. Now they've got Cardell Jones, third string quarterback. We'll see how he does on, uh, yeah, on Monday and night. Remember, this Ohio State team is a is a team that beat Minnesota almost by double digits. 
So <laughs> okay, so we we've, we've talked That's a lot Big Ten coach about, of the year you're talking about. Kill to you, sir. We've talked a lot about the Ohio State offense, and for good reason because that's where a lot of the names are. Yeah. Let's talk about the Ohio State defense. We should. What, what can they do that Florida State didn't? Right. And what do they have to do if they're going to if Ohio State's going to win this game? Do you have any thoughts, Jason? Well, obviously, you've got to try to at least rattle Marietta, which yeah. is very hard to do. Mm-hmm. FSU couldn't do it at all. You know, you you can spring him from the pocket, but then he's just as deadly as he already was. So you have to get to him and bring him down. Uh, and Ohio State has a really good pass rush. They do. Uh, With not that many if, people. Yeah. And, you know, strong, young uh, speed, both at defensive end and at linebacker with Darren Lee. Uh, if anybody in the country can get to him, it might be Ohio State. This is this is true, yeah, and it's it's with the minimal numbers that Ohio State can get to the quarterback with. It's with, and it's you know Joey Bosa gets a lot of attention, rightfully so, for the types of numbers he put up. Michael Bennett on the inside for Ohio State, Oregon's going to have to devote a ton of attention to him, which in turn opens up attention or opens up lanes for defensive ends, linebacker Darren Lee, Von Bell at corner has been very very good, um, and who who else is on corner for them? They they I think they're going to be able to run with Oregon without. A ton of help. It's it's what's his name, Doran. Why am I blanking on last names? But whatever the case, Ohio State has stars all over the field on defense. Yes, Darren Lee is great. Um, I am I am curious to see how much attention Ohio State devotes to the run because that is a place where they have struggled. They struggled against Indiana. They struggled against Michigan. They didn't give up huge plays to Michigan, but Michigan was able to put together longer drives. So if if Ohio State is able to do a good job with their front four, five, six, whatever, in wrapping up Oregon and clogging lanes, I think that's enormous because we've seen Oregon at times struggle to get their offense going when they're not able to average four or five yards a carry. So here's a bit of a loaded question. Yeah. Talking about Ohio State's run defense. Yeah. Was Alabama afraid of Ohio State's run defense because no. they didn't run much with Derrick Henry. <laughs> no, I no, think, I think sure Jason didn't. Kirk has some thoughts about Mr. Lane Kiffin at, uh, at Alabama <laughs> and the job he did and weirdly not going to Be- the run. Because, hey, all season long, it's been, this is really a renaissance for Lane Kiffin. <laughs> He's all mm-hmm. grown up. Yeah. He's all grown up. This is really a coming of age for him. Kirk Herbstreet. He's not is, trying to outsmart people anymore. He's not trying to outsmart people. He's He's added some... Some, some he's splash. matured. He's yeah. matured. No, Lane Kiffin's agent, Kirk Herbstreit, has done a fantastic job of, <laughs> of, of sort of posing and showing Lane Kiffin for the genius that he is. Like, if there's one thing that Alabama fans and non-Alabama fans yeah. can agree on, it's, what was that? Yeah. What was that in the semifinal? Yeah, I mean, there was a point, I don't know if this number held up through the end of the game, where it was either Henry or Yeldon or both of them were averaging a full yard per rush more than Blake Sims was per throw. Mm-hmm. And those rushes don't include pick sixes. So right. <laughs> I think if you can but get more should. yards. But they should. Well, to be fair. <laughs> and the clock keeps running on those rushes. Right. You can build a lead right. and end the game. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, Ohio State won fair and square. I, you know, that's, that's great. I, I'm happy to see them there. We get a new champion. That's awesome. It's a great game. I just would like to see what Alabama could do if it sort of didn't restrain itself by, uh, you know, the strategy being, let's try to bail ourselves out with Amari Cooper on every drive. Well, someone asked us on Twitter today, if these two teams played 10 times, what's the record? Oregon, Ohio State. Ohio Ohio State, State, Alabama. Alabama. Excuse me, yeah. Um, 
Is Lane Kiffin the, the coordinator in all 10 of those <laughs> matchups? In that case, then my answer is question mark and question mark. Right. I, w- I would say if you had just replacement level OC, it would probably be 6-4-7-3 in favor of Bama. But with the Kiffin factor, I'm... Mm. Yeah, it's. I mean, we've seen good Kiffin and bad Kiffin, and it generally coincides with good Blake Sims and bad Blake Sims. And Alabama's in a fine place moving forward, but when you have a 6'2", 240-pound running back who runs a 4'5", averaging 8 yards, 7 yards a carry, and don't just ride that as long as you possibly can, you're not, you're not going to win. Ryan Addy, how long until Lane Kiffin gets another head coaching gig? This isn't talking about oh, our... Oh, God. This isn't talking about our Monday game, but... Uh, uh, I would be surprised if we enter the 2016 season and yeah. he doesn't have a head coaching job. Does he get a Power Five gig? Probably. Uh, I you just can, uh, you can always get it. No, I shouldn't say always, but you will get multiple jobs as a head coach if you can recruit. Well, if let me put it this way: if he, if he, if we get to 2016 and the only offers he's getting are from non-Power Five conferences, and he's still doing well enough at Alabama. Yeah. He's going to be making enough money there, and he'll still be building enough of a profile that he yeah. can wait it out another year or two. But I wouldn't – I mean, look, if you're Illinois in 2016 sure. and you can get late, like, that's the kind of thing. They hired Ron Zook. Right. They'll why not? Definitely What's the difference Lane between Kiffin. Ron Zook, why not? ace yeah, recruiter, that's not super good Illinois coach. football, why not? That's the <laughs> motto. <laughs> It makes sense. He's going to get a job. He can recruit. His family still lives in Manhattan he Beach. Can recruit. So he's he not, can recruit. I don't think he's going to be that long for Alabama. Yeah, it's... Ugh. Well, we've talked enough Lane Kiffin on the show. Do you show. have any thoughts, Ty, on this game? Do you have, like, a lean... Not I a think, lean necessarily, but what, what do you... When you're like, okay, this is the game we have. As soon yeah. as the, the bell went off... I don't know if they have bells. As soon as sure. the final whistle was sounded yeah. with Ohio State and Alabama, you're like, all right, we have Oregon, we have Ohio State. Immediately to you... Jason said Cardell Jones. That's the, the big intrigue to him. Obviously, that makes sense. It's a third string with very little experience. What to you decides this game? What to you is like, I can't wait to see blank. I can't wait to see Marcus Mariota. Yeah, final it's, game it's, most likely. Yeah, final game. Um, you know, I'm not much for hyperbole, but certainly there are going to be people out there who try to paint him as like the best college quarterback of all time. I don't know if that he's quite in, fits. In, no, I don't think. I don't he think is, it but. quite fits, but I, 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 the articles are out there. He's, there. he's right there in that conversation. He's in the conversation. It's interesting to me to watch him against another defense that's going to try and disrupt him. Florida State tried and they couldn't do it. Right. Florida State tried. Oregon scored fifty nine points. Mm-hmm. I want to see the perceived best player in college football against a really good defense, really efficient defense, and I want to see what he can do. I realize that's not the most exciting answer, but... Oh, hold on. I just forgot. Ohio State almost beat Penn State by double digits, too, right? Okay. I just... <laughs> sorry. I didn't almost make sure. in regulation as well. Damn. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this. Yeah. Ohio State's one loss won their bowl game. That's true. Sir. That is true. Sir. Go Hokies. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested in seeing Marcus Mariota. I, I really am, just to see how he adjusts, to see what kind of things Ohio State throws at him. Yeah. Do they focus too much on the run? Do they open up the pass or vice versa? Sure. Can we get Virginia Tech and Arizona to just play like settle this? Once ca- and for yeah, all. like a, ca- a counter programming game <laughs> while this is going on. Just like that's where we Musburger should be. be like yeah, we just, nobody was at Soldier Field. It's like the Puppy Bowl. <laughs> yeah, the security's super lax. <laughs> Do you so think we just people are up. still going to be dwelling on that? Like, say Ohio State wins, and it's still going to be yeah. Well, they lost. Well, they to Virginia. lost to Virginia. No Tech. one cares. No, at this it's point, like you've never met that a Michigan fan. Stopped mattering fan. several weeks ago. <laughs> All right. Well, 
we are coming down to the end here. Yeah. We want to ease people into this. We mm. don't want to throw too much at sure. them. So, um, is there is there a life topic you want to end on? We could do that. That's a good question. We're in sort of a quasi frat house. You know what? There are many life questions J- that come to and mind. Jason Kirk is one of the most responsible members of our company. That's true. And that is a that does not say a lot about our company. But no, but no. he's up there. He he has a family. Yep. He keeps to a schedule. That's true. Yeah. He claimed he showers every day. Apparently, I really. wouldn't. I wouldn't buy that. Well, uh, I'm glad you think that. <laughs> uh, okay, quick life topic for Jason Kirk. Um, huh. This is a, this is a new this is a new segment. Well, we've run it a little bit, but we ran it with Bruce Feldman, new father of of young twins, nine month old twins. So my simple question is, how's fatherhood? Oh, uh, it's pretty good. I have a daughter. Yeah, uh, and you know, for the first. Uh, tenth or so of their life, they're uh, they're they're far easier than sons are. Yeah. So that's good. You know, boys are just wild animals from day one. Mm-hmm. It's like having a a, a Wolverine kind sure. of. Sure. Um, not the Wolverine. No, not the comic book kind. <laughs> right. Just for just for clarity sake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, it would probably take a lot of money to feed him. <laughs> But you wouldn't have to go to the hospital very often because <laughs> he can regenerate, uh, and and most most children can't do that. It's true, Ryan. Um, but uh, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, uh, that's my overall review. Yeah, you yeah. Get, she, like you and her are, are bros. Like you get along well. Similar interests. Yeah, uh, she likes Minecraft a lot, and uh, that's pretty sure sweet. I'll go along with that. Yeah, um, studious. Yeah, yeah, you, you know. And before we came on the air, I called home and she was doing her homework, and I said, "What, <laughs> what, uh, what subject are you on right now?" And she declared, "Book," <laughs> which uh, that sounds like a Big Ten woman in the making. <laughs> Highly efficient with her verbiage. Yeah, it, it was kind of a, it was kind of a, a, a Hemingway sort of way to say sure. it. Sure. I can, this, I can appreciate you're like, that. This is a Faulkner house. You will give me a rambling you will, answer. Be more florid. You will, you will give me a run-on sentence, little lady. And, uh, I and don't somebody see, will I don't die in that any sentence. semicolons. Where's the mule fight? <laughs> <laughs> There's no undertones of centuries of, of, of racism. Where is the talk of your dead father? <laughs> there, there's only one point of view here. I, I need to be really confused by who's even talking because there's no quotes or anything. And it's just like lines Did you of dialogue. That? You go to your room. So that that's how fatherhood is. <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's pre- it's pretty Fight good. Is she is she an athlete? Yeah, no. she's a uh, she's a gymnast. Oh wow. She's uh on course to be uh she really if she really sticks with it she's on course to be a pretty good one really yeah she could i i would any, you know, any not specific to put events any, not to put any pressure on her or sure. anything but you know she's on course, not she's not gonna listen to this she's no. gonna be in the olympics <laughs> in boston in 2024 2024 yeah. in boston which, any, any, which, which got, you won't go to i don't want her to have to go to boston but yeah if they're having the olympics honey there, we love you but i'm not going to boston, I'm going to yeah, I mean, damn it, boston. can you imagine how nice the tvs are gonna i'll be watch you on tv it's the same time Oh, yeah. And you can watch online. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, it's all set up for you. Dad of the year, Jason Kirk. Oh, my God. You guys are killing me. All right. Well, Ryan Nanny, SB Nation. Jason Kirk, SB Nation. Dan Rubenstein, solid verbal and SB Nation. That's true. And here I am sitting on my... Also, the two of them, by the way, 
the funniest college football podcast in the universe. The Shutdown Fullcast. Two-thirds of the Shutdown Fullcast. We're counting this as a Shutdown Fullcast yeah, episode. Yeah, we're, we're done. We're going to steal the audience. No. <laughs> what we're going to do is I'm going to hold a, a, a talk boy yeah. up to the computer and record this and play it back and just upload that. You should that. add your own Shutdown Fullcast watermarks. Just to like, yeah, just well, like the, to world the star thing it. is, yeah. we don't know how to do that. <laughs> we don't so know how to do anything. We're, we're, right, what we're going to do into the talk boy. Shutdown is we're just going to cut out like most of what y'all said, not all because that <laughs> right. would take a while, right? And have Spencer uh, say like eight things. Yeah, just yeah. overdub eight. You guys should have a Spencer soundboard by now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mostly, someone should make that. Mostly about international affairs, Chinese politics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Fair. Well, big thanks, guys. Thanks for uh, helping us kick this whole thing off. Ryan Nanny, Jason Kirk from SB Nation, two-thirds of Shutdown Fullcast. Yeah, Dan happy Rubens to Steve. be here. And if we hadn't participated, it would have been weird because we were sitting here anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's weird. I'm really glad you, blo- you brought the appropriate number of microphones to make this not weird. <laughs> it was difficult booking, but we made yeah. it happen. So big thanks, guys. We will see you around at some point soon. Dan, uh, we're going to be doing much more of this Yes. over the next couple of days. Uh Stay tuned to SolidRebel.com. Check us out on Twitter, on Facebook, on FanCred. If you got anything to say, SolidRebel at gmail.com. Do check out, what was it, NatureBox.com yep. slash Verbal if you want the free trial. Did I miss anything, Dan? No, you are a very complete person. All right. Well, uh, thanks again for tuning in with, uh, with us here late night on Thursday. We will be with you all weekend and throughout the national championship. In the meantime, for that, go over there and for everyone else here in the room as I make this weird circle motion with my hand. Thanks for tuning in. We'll uh, catch you soon. Stay solid. Peace.